Blog Talk Radio. Hi everybody, welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Here we are this morning, late today, but uh, still here on our normal Wednesday. We do have a caller in the queue, 562 we'll be getting to momentarily, but for everyone else who hasn't taken the plunge and called, 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Press 1, please, if you'd like to speak with us so we know you want a reading that raises your hand in the queue. And also, our callers and listeners may join us on Facebook and on Twitter, where I need to post our show. I forget always to post on Twitter. Um, Those accounts can be found under our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. I'm stumbling over my words here. Uh, And you may follow us there as well. So there are so many options for you folks to get in touch with us, stay in touch with us, and uh, be appreciated if you do. Okay, let's bring on our caller from 562. There you go. Hi. Hi. Is this me, Yvonne? I thought that was you, but you're calling from a different number, Yvonne. Yeah, I have a new phone number. Okay. You changed your number. Yeah. And I... I'm hearing myself echo back, so I don't know what's going on. Are you on speaker? Is this better? I think that's the speaker. Okay, yeah, that would be better. better. Yeah, okay. it's better. So 8-14-84 is her birthday, Neil. And um, Yvonne, what's new? Well, I still haven't moved. I'm looking to move. I just want to see if you guys see anything um, with that, with me moving soon. Okay, and are you with your mom still? Is that where you're staying? No, I live. I live in a transitional home. Transitional home, but you weren't you waiting for housing? Yeah. Uh huh. And is is that what your question is about? When did you move into a transitional home? Because I thought you were living with your mother. No, I I wanted to move with my mom. That's what you probably got mistaken with. Nope. Just I, I always live here. So, Wait, she, say that again. I live in, I always live in a transitional home. I wanted to move with my mom. That's probably what she got mistaken with. But I haven't moved with my mom yet. So when did you, because I'm confused, I guess my memory doesn't serve me properly. So when, how long have you been in the transitional home? Since January of 2022, beginning okay. of this year. 2022, you were transitional home. And you said you want to live with your mother, but did she say she got into a fight with her mother? We're having a hard time hearing. Yeah, I want to move my mom. I haven't did it yet. Okay. Do you see me moving with my mom or or by myself? What stop? I mean, you're waiting for the, you're waiting for the housing to come through for you, in which case you wouldn't be living with your mother. But in the meantime, what's stopping you from moving from this transitional residence to your mother's home? I mean, isn't it, is it, is there something beyond just your decision-making process that's... Well, right now she has um, government assistant housing and she, I can't move with her until she move out of there because if I move with her, she get risk of getting put out. Ah, Okay. And where are your kids? Your kids with your sister? Yeah, with my sister. My daughter's with my sister. Your, and did you get, you were talking about being pregnant, possibly. You're not pregnant? 
No, I never got pregnant. Okay. Not pregnant. Can't move with, and is your mom trying to move out of the transitional housing, or not transitional housing, government assistance housing that she's currently in, or? Yeah, she's trying to find a place. She's trying to find a place. Uh, And you are born in 1984? Yes. And your birthday's coming up. So you're going to be 38, you're 37 right now. Yes. Any communication from the housing for yourself? Um, It's not going good because I'm I'm not finding a place. I'm trying to find a place with them, but it's not working out. So, well, what, what? I mean, just give us some more detail. Why isn't it working out? What are they telling you? Because my income is way too low. Only get two hundred dollars a month. Okay. And they need. I need more income. A little bit more income than that. So, so my before you said talked about the problem. I my vibe was that it's going to be more feasible for you to move in with your mother than get this transitional housing. I didn't know why you weren't getting or not transitional housing. I'm sorry. He's calling it transitional housing, Um, subsidized housing. I wasn't remembering from our past readings why you weren't getting the housing, but my vibe is with your mother, that you're going to move in with your mother. When? I'm not sure. Neil, might you have a clue when this might well, occur? I agree you move in with your mother. Um, she's reluctant. Did you guys get into a fight or anything? No. No, no, we, I think we misheard her. So the pro, what the problem is, we mis, I misheard that. Oh. So there's no problem with her mother. She, oh, yeah. she, she can't, she's in subsidized housing, so she would risk losing that housing if Yvonne was to move in with her. So the, her mother is looking for housing that isn't subsidized so that Yvonne can move in with her. So she Where does her mother live now? In subsidized housing. In Long Beach, right? You're in Long Beach? Yeah, we're both in Long Beach. And so she's looking for something that's not subsidized so that you two can live together. She can't move in with her mother now because her mother might, she's getting this government assistance. And so Yvonne's presence in the home risks the loss of that home for her mother. Well, Does the mother, will your mother still get, I'm sorry. Will your mother still get a stipend or anything for her housing if she moves out of the subsidized housing? Will she, will she get what? A stipend. Like, is there a possibility of her getting money toward housing that isn't subsidized? Oh, yeah. She, she has some right now. You mean she's getting financial assistance in addition to the subsidized housing? Um, yes. Okay. She gets so Social she's Security. Gets... She gets Social Security. That's what she gets. Oh. oh. Well, you're, you, have a, you have a window, and that window is a little wide. It starts within about a month, within a month, and the window goes all the way up to October. So sometime, okay. between, sometime between July and October... It seems like you get the adequate housing you need, and then you move in. Now, okay. Now that's filled with a little bit of chancy stuff, so it's not set in stone. Um, who do you know that owns a puppy or a dog? Anyone you know that has a dog? My cousin. And tell us, uh, it, for about 30 seconds, describe your cousin, the life, where they live, who they are? Um, well, she lives in Long Beach, and she has two kids, and she's about 32 years old, 32 or 33, and she works at a pharmacy. Hmm. Um. So, are you close to her, or are you not? Not really. 
Hmm. So what's stopping you from moving into the new house? What's the obstacle now? She doesn't have the housing. Yeah, but what's stopping? She already told us that she doesn't make enough money. She makes 200 a month, so they're not going to grant her subsidized housing if they don't see Uh, adequate income. income. And where does she work? She doesn't work. Why aren't you working? uh, She's on on disability for... I'm on disability. She has a... So how do you... How do you move... If you're on disability and you don't work and they need you to make more money to get into a standard home, how do you accomplish that? She's... I don't well, know. That's why I'm calling. That's why she's calling us. That's why she's calling yeah. us, and we just want to throw the caller. Um, the, the problem is this: the question is, does she stay in her subsidized housing, or, I mean, stay in her transitional home, or, I mean, do, do we see her staying in her transitional home, which is like a halfway house, right? Yeah. Or yeah. is she going to get subsidized housing? Probably not. Or is she going to move in with her mother because her mother finds another place to live? I think and that's does. what I think is that's the third. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's we what's going to happen. We both agreement that your mother finds a home sometime between July and October and that you'll be moving okay. in with her. That's what we think okay, right great. now. That's what our read is. Okay. So well, thank between, you so much, Ryan. Okay. You're welcome, Yvonne. Is there anything else? You want to ask why we have you on? We have a little time. Um, no, I don't have any more questions. Okay. 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 All thank right. you. Bye bye. Bye. Well, we had another caller, but that caller hung up. I should have uh, acknowledged that they were in the queue, but I didn't. So well. Well, a lot of these people. <laughs> over radio shows like this. Anyways, uh, so you know, in I don't know if Yvonne's still listening. She probably dropped. She dropped. Who knows if she is listening on the you know on the right nine. You know, you know there's a either. there's a repetition of her number system, uh, eight four and eight four. So what happens when you have reflections of energy on either side of your birthday? It can be, well, it can be positive, and it, but it can be also negative. Right. Actually, <laughs> actually, because 19 is a one, it's the same. It has, what? It's, it's still the same thing. What do you mean? 814, and the 19 is a one, so it's oh, that 184. Yeah, it's so the same. she has a reflection of energy, and her master number is eight. So what went wrong? What? Yeah, because the problem is with Yvonne, she's obviously, I mean, eight being a money number, power, and the fact that she has them eights in her birth date. You know, sometimes we see people with eights as master numbers, and then everything in the linear code is underneath an eight, and they have money problems, problems getting jobs, getting, you know, financial stability and and you know part of the issue is the fact that everything's lower on the board but Yvonne has eight yeah and is an eight so you would rarity is that she has eight four repeated four times in her birth date right the first eight four in her and then four eight and eight four in her first so she's got it and four is her balance number so what went wrong, you know, she's, and she's having trouble in her life. How old is she? 37? 37, so she's beyond her karmic number. Yeah. So what went wrong? Balance. The, well, her, her, balance, her balance numbers aren't really drastically in a bad shape. She's got a... Four, four in her day well, and she does. four in her year. Right, but she, I mean, considering that she has to stay balanced, she has to stay balanced. I mean, there's an extra added in, emphasis on her staying balanced because of the placement of those fours. Yeah, but it doesn't, 
immediately strike a match that there's going to be trouble. No, no, not, so that's true. In her in her case, you have when you're in a situation like this, what you have to do is go back to the former lifetime if you believe in such things. And the former lifetime would be a 34-7. And she has a drop of seven in her first two numbers. She has a drop of seven in her first two numbers, and one four actually has a one three four in it. 34. So that means that, that in her case, she's suffering from a lack of spirituality in the former lifetime. And that was so damaging, she might have been an atheist for all we know. Or she might have been more than an atheist. She might have cursed God. She might have... Or she could have been... been all kinds of things. She could have been a Satanist. Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But but there was a a problem, spirituality. Well, obviously... And now it's lost in her number system. You have to find it between, tuck between numbers and all that kind of thing. Well, anyone, I mean, aside from the fact that there's all these hidden codes in her birth date that indicate that she had had transgressions against spirituality in a past life, anyone that comes back after being a 34-7 did something wrong in the spiritual category. Anybody. But right now her age is a 34-7 because she's she 37, 37 years with a four old, in between. between. So there's 34-7. You look at the number of spaces between. So she's being challenged. Now, what we didn't bother to ask her is what's your relationship to spirit, to, to God, um, to the afterlife. Well, she has you know, some... She's got some earthly struggles going on. She she has some... I mean, I, I, my recollection indicates that she has some consciousness about spirituality. She said, said she had some visions that she thinks she's Mother Gaia. But, I mean, so there's a consciousness about... She thinks about, she's Mother Gaia. Yeah. She thinks, she's the, she thinks she is Mother... Incarnated Mother Gaia. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she did say that before. But anyway, I mean, so there's some awareness of, you know, earthly consciousness on a higher that would plane. That four. Four is earth energy, male energy. But I mean, and, she's and calling a some, psychic show, so there's some belief in psychic energy. That yeah. doesn't mean that spiritual energy, though. Well, having belief in it, it has to be determined by what was going on in the form. I mean, her belief in spot in spiritual energy may be a result of her discretions in the form of lifetime. Indiscretions. Indiscretions. Um, transgressions, I meant. Oh, well, in the form of lifetime. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so you'd have to gauge somehow, or divine somehow, what was her offense. And she's lost the show here, but what was her offenses in the former lifetime, which might be revealed in this present lifetime by certain validations, but she's not handy. Um, but that would be the, when you're looking at a birthday, you just can't figure out where, none of these numbers, according to our theory of numerology, explains her predicament. Then you go, next resort, like a, person investigating a disease, you go to the next stage, which would be the former lifetime. And then because her mother's involved, you'd have to get the mother's birth date and probably the father's to see what what snags are going on there as well. Aside from that. I don't know the nature of her disability. She's just schizophrenic. Oh, schizophrenic? Yeah. But she has... Um... She has a child as well, so the child's birthday would be important. The sisters become the caretaker of the child. The sister's birthday would be important. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, it, 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 there's, an, there's extensions that run deep, but, um, but that would explain, now, now that what it might explain it, how do you get out of it? Well, then you have to apply some kind of spiritual progress in her psyche, Maybe that might be it. 
it could be locked in by karma. So it's a certain time zone she has to go through. She's not divisible. 35 is not divisible by eight. So there's a three year difference. So right now, 34 to 37, no, 35, three years would be 38. So when she's 38, that there could be trouble until then, but we predicted maybe something between uh, July and October that there's a window there, and she seemed to be happy with that comment. Um, but that July, October was brought about by just a psychic vibration. There was nothing mapped out her birthday to suggest it or in her age. So uh, the only thing, I mean, in retrospect, the only thing you could say in numerical terms is between eight and one is a seven, and then one is a, from a ten, so now you have seven, ten, July to October. Wait, so wait, I'm sorry. What did you say about 38? I'm, I'm, She's going to be 38. Right, but she heard next exchange. Years, right. Three years beyond her karma. And, right, um, but her next change would be at 40 years old because that's divisible by yeah, 8. Yeah, but, but because 35 is not divisible by 8, there's a three-year difference. 32 would be divisible by 8. Right, 32, well, so correct. So three years from 35 would be 38. Correct, but that's still not a multiple of 8. doesn't matter. It's, it, it, it is when you're incorporating the code of karmic number to master number, 35 mm-hmm. equals 8. That's fine. But 35 is not divisible by 8. Correct. If What number would be divisible by 8? The closest number? 32. 32. So 32 from 35 is 3 years difference between the multiples of 8. Right. And then when you go from 35 and you go 3 years henceforth, you get 38. So I'm saying that at 38, she could have um, a change have to wait until then, but because July and October rushed into the energy of the reading, we could calculate it numerically by using the current code and saying, well, between eight and one is a seven. There's July. Well, she will be 38 though in in October. I mean, in in August, she will be 38. She's 37 right now. She's just shy of her 38th birthday. Yeah. Right. So that time zone fits into it's, the age of 38. It fits in. Yeah. But, oh, but I'm saying also between July, but the July and the and the October is not doesn't seem to make sense why those months would be chosen. Yes, they involve August. Well, that's four months. They involve August. Well, they involve August, but but in the code, when you're talking actively about the code, July to October could be hidden in the fact that between 8 and 1 is a 7, and that 1 would represent October 10-1. 10-1. So there's that extraordinary reach of numerical symbolism that you have to really stretch, but it, it can be there according to the current reading. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to see that anywhere else. You have to have a current reading to get that. So there's that... Um, position going on. Now she's in now what's interesting is that she's in a transitional house. She's in a transitional stage of her life right now. Transitional stage. She's 37 and from the last multiple of eight, that's five years. Just about she's just about at the halfway mark of an eight, four and a half years. So because she's 35, 32 through 3 through 4, 35, 36, 37, she's 37, we could say that she's sort of in a transitional half stage of her master number eight, because it's been over four years since she turned 32. 32. And she's living in a transitional home. She's living in a transitional home because in this lifetime, she is in transition. She's making a transition from a seven to an eight, which is not the best news because master number seven, you should get out of here. Once you've reached seven, 
you should be dealing with the plan. Right. Uh, how often does that happen? It doesn't happen very often, but because she's on, she's master number eight, that means she failed it in the seventh energy, and she's now master number eight in life, and she has two eights in her birthday. Right. But it's just as a commentary, there are so many people that don't transcend, and of course, are 35 eights, and they're in a much better situation stability wise finance wise relationship wise so so there's such a convoluted karma that she brought in an age is not a name for everybody no obviously not obviously not but but what i'm stating about her is that because of her uniqueness in her own personal number code and she has multiple eights which on a on a standard read, if you were just reading on a general basis, you, you know, it would, there would be a better forecast for her. But because she brought in such convoluted karma to this lifetime, that's why the numbers are vibrating in the way that they are vibrating. They're, they're not at the level of an eight, these numbers. They're not, she's not she's not fulfilling her, her master number. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, the past life situation needs to be examined. Yeah. I mean, some of this is karmic, so there wasn't any way she could avoid it. She had to work through this karma, if you will. But right now, um, the attitude, especially with her age being 37, would be to be getting out of it or at least finding some relief from it, which would be signified by the um, uh, transitional home to more of a standard living home. Well, obviously, that wouldn't be exactly standard living if she's living with her mother. It's like a halfway house. A halfway house. So people who are, you know, come out of, they come out of rehab, because, you know, like alcohol or drug mm-hmm. rehab or I, I don't know. I don't think she was in that type of situation, but she's in some kind of halfway house, maybe because of her, her disability. I'm not sure why she ended up in halfway house, but you end up living with a bunch of different. It's a woman's home. You live under certain rules. You've yeah, got a curfew. A, and I worked with a transitional home, in fact, in Oregon. You know, it's in Oregon. So, yeah, of course. Well, then why are you asking? <laughs> they didn't call it trans. They call it a woman's shelter. A transitional house is not the same as a shelter. That's different. It's different. A shelter is different. A shelter shelters women who are being abused, battered. Transitional homes are geared towards people with drug and alcohol problems, keeping them sober, mental illnesses. So there's more um, in a shelter. It's a shelter. So you're being abused. You go to a shelter. They may offer services for, uh, you know, therape- therapeutic services for their for their residents. I, I'm not, I'm not sure what shelters offer. I'm sure it differs. But a transitional home is specifically geared towards people who are um, yeah. transitioning off drugs and alcohol and are not ready to go into the real world yet. People in shelters may be very ready to go in the real world. They just don't have anywhere to stay because they're being abused or what, whatever, or they're homeless. Different situation. Yeah. So a shelter is not a transitional home. Yeah, I think it was a shelter that I, I worked in. But that was 20 years ago or so, 50 years ago. So, um, about 40. Well, that's the balance. Well, number. maybe over 40. Well, that's the, maybe above the balance number. You said what? I said maybe that's, I said that's the balance number, and you said, well, maybe over 40. And oh, I said, well, maybe. maybe it's above the balance number. Yeah, off balance. But the, so that's maybe. I mean, her her lucky charm is the fact that the eights have a certain sequence, so she might be rescued by the, the energy of that eight. That is empowerment as well. 
So the sense of empowerment becomes important. And if you hold the key to an eight, in other words, if you hold the, if you have your master number in your linear birthday number, that's sometimes a good sign. Right. It can be challenging, but it's basically a, a good sign because your master number is being is reflected in your journey. So it's handy. It's like saying, well, I, you know, I, I don't have a car, but I work at home. So it is an advantage. Right, but the placement of the master number, too, is also also important. I mean, if there's an eight in the month and the day and that master number is an eight, there may be karma going on in, I mean, well, there will certainly be karma going on in the theme of that master number versus whether, I mean, she obviously has it on both sides of her birthday. But if someone has an eight in their year, they may have a better advantage than someone who is an eight master number that has it in their month and day. Maybe. Yeah. But it depends, again, on the individual. Well, that's why it's so important um, to look at the code and then to have an active conversation with the person because sometimes the conversation helps to reveal what the code really means. And you're not making a conversation work for the code. You're, the code is just illuminating. It's revealing putting a light on what's going on in the code. But not all codes are going to be the same because everybody has their own energy field that they're putting into their individual code. So the code itself remains constant, but the energy of the code is what varies. So um, we have the same sky. It just varies between light, dark, rain, sunshine, but it's still virtually in the atmospheric condition, the same sky doesn't change. Um, so in a birth date, you can have the same birth date, but the variations of a birth date may be predominantly uh, evident. And then therefore, uh, you have to read each birth date on an individual level without removing what the numbers mean significantly in that birth date. So there's a constant factor in numerology as much as there are variables. And those variables can exist within the standardized numbers themselves, or the variables can exist within the spaces between numbers, meaning the energy that occurs between two numbers. Between eight and one is a seven. So there's going to be some variety of evidence of spirituality involved in that when you look related to the chakra themes because the birth dates are going to be related to the chakras as well, the individual numbers. So. Yes, indeed. <laughs> but, okay. Definition is security and yeah. What sure, kind of security does one have in a birthday? Are we are we secured by our numbers? Not necessarily. Yes, it depends on the person. You know, you think okay, I bought a home and I live in this house and um, so everything's done clean. No, the 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 deed of a home doesn't secure you from danger. Owning a home doesn't secure you from fire, flood, plumbing problems, all kinds of things, termites. So you you need all these contingency plans within a home that require you to put up some form of obligation to maintaining that home. The same thing with the birthday. A birth date is something you own, but it doesn't guarantee anything. It's what you put into it and you, what you put into the structure of a birth date. So we have a blueprint. 
of birth date is a blueprint. So well, it may not necessarily be blue because the colors of the chakras are varied, and if the birth date numbers represent the chakras, you're going to be black blue. and blue. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's a rainbow of colors. So when you look at the blueprint of a home, or if you go through a home, that doesn't mean that the content that goes into each room is going to be evident. One room may have a lot of abuse in it. One room may have a lot of laughter. One room may have mold, etc. The the idea of what is there on the face value is found and secure, but what goes on in that room or in that number is the question. So if somebody has a four in their birth date, you can establish balance and heart. But what goes on in that in the theme, that would be the question. Yeah, and it varies from individual to individual, obviously. And here we do have another individual calling the show. Hello? Hi, hello. How are you? This is Lucy. Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. I have been thinking about you. And I actually... Oh, yeah. And Neil can attest because I mentioned you to Neil. I said, we have not heard from Lucy all year. What is going on? With her. Uh, oh, Where is yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. So glad yeah. got to hear from you. Okay, yes. Yes. Well, I sold the house and now what is next? I don't know. Sometimes she's a 268. Interesting because she kind of fits into our conversation here. Yeah, so she's so oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, because our last caller was an eight um, as well, but she has eights in her birthday. We were talking about, you know, some differences uh-huh. that can happen with people with eights that are master numbers not having the anything equal to or above an eight in their birthday code, and that would be you. And the other person obviously is different. But go ahead with go ahead with what your uh, go ahead with your question. My question, uh, what you see next was, uh, like I didn't go for the whole year, yeah? I had been like, oh, my God. You you hear about the acres of diamonds, yeah? When you're sitting in a diamond and you don't know that it's a diamond. It's exactly that, how I felt. Oh, but then that's the past, you know? Go ahead. Uh, I just want to hear from you, you two, how you're doing, and then what you see, what well, you see, time, or what's next for me, or something like that. Last time, last time we talked to you, you were, um, mm-hmm. you were not happy that you had moved <laughs> into, that you sold your house and moved into a rental. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you still unhappy? No, really happy, but then getting. I think my my thing was uh, being used to a different kind of life. Yes. Yeah, it's a big life change. Yes. Have you have you done yes, anything? Yes, a big life change. I just out of curiosity, have you done anything recently with your hair that's different? Have you gotten a cut? Colored it? Different hairstyle? No, I just say I'm not going to color my hair anymore. I just say wear it the way that it is. That's natural. So, so, so there's something different with your hair. So you were coloring your hair, and you said, I'm not going to color it. Not hair. really coloring, but then my, my, one of my sisters would say, oh, my neighbor, my my neighbor used to say, oh, Lucy, just do black or brown, cover your hair to look pretty, so you know. Once, uh, like now in January, February, I say most of the people when they get older, they lose their hair because so much coloring and then so much of this or that. And then hair spray. I never use hair spray or anything. Now I just pull my hair or do or do natural. My hair is. is I think so my hair since, is beautiful. So since, mm-hmm. so since we talked to you last, you have done something different with your hair insofar as you're not coloring. I have my hair very very short. But I don't remember when, very, very short, that I went to the hairstylist and I say, just cut everything that is, just, just cut everything that is just gonna just keep the natural, the natural part of my hair. And he said, you really wanna do that? And then he did like um, a very short, very, very short cut, looking like the one that you used to have a while ago. 
Oh, yeah. And my hair now is growing a little bit more, but then it's growing the same colors. Right. And so, but but black and gray. The point is, there's been discussion about your hair and keeping it natural as opposed to coloring since we've talked. So there's been a change because you colored before, you cut your hair. So that's just, okay. So I'm tapping into you. That's just the vibe that came through. So you're just wanting a general reading, Lucy? Please, you don't mind. Well, we think you should start coloring your hair again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the, funny, the funny thing is, I decide not to color my hair also. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. It's all those chemicals and I don't know, maybe I'll change yeah. back. But I, I just, I think it looks nice to have, I, I like the look of um, gray or white hair with natural color. I think it looks nice. I don't have much yeah. white, but... I think it's a nice look, so I decided to stop coloring my hair. Neil doesn't color his hair. Oh, that's so nice. That's, our that's, our, that's what we're doing with our hair. <laughs> Not that you can. No, it's the, all the chemicals going to the string, you know. It's, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Even the conditioner is not even good because everything that comes in the skin, yeah. it goes through the body, and then I say, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I know. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you're, 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 you've made a decision to sell your house. You sold your house. You're you're renting now, and you're not. You're what? Fifty nine years old. So you're still relatively young. Relatively young. You're not old. He's retired. You're retired, and you're looking at the rest of your life. What you want to do with it, perhaps, aside from waking up and doing your regular routines, whatever you do to make your life one mandatorily adjustable because you have responsibilities and two, whatever you do for enjoyment, you know, and then the days pass and, you know, you repeat the day. So if you're looking for something deeper, if you're looking for something deeper, what you'll have to do, Lucy, is go inside and say, now that I'm on this planet, what is it the last thing I need to do that's very important to me. Aside from my regular routines and my responsibilities, what could I possibly have left to do before I depart from this earth? That would be the first question. Do you have an answer? Traveling. I never had the chance to travel what I wanted to do. Yes. I want to know. Okay. I want to go and enjoy different places of the world, the America, the USA, so many good places, beautiful places. Well, the, the question is then, on a deeper level, is what karmic connections do you have with any of those locations? Because if your soul is here to retouch certain places on the planet that you may have been on before, and it's only surfacing as a desire to want to go there because of its natural environment or your interests, the deeper question would be, do you have a karmic connection with that part of the land? And that would involve places that you dream about, places that appear in your dreams, places that give you a chill when you think about them, uh, places that have a certain culture or music or creativity that you feel attached to. Your soul may want to come back to those places. To say one last hello and one last farewell before your spirit actually lifts off the planet. So all the places that you could think of, Lucy, that stirs your soul, that gives you a chill down your back, that makes you yearn to be there, what place on the planet would that be? I always wanted to go to Greece, the um, Greece with the blue sea, they had a blue sea, and it had been there, but I see it on my mind. And Italy is a good also. Europe. Well, first, I don't know why yeah. I like Europe so much, because well, I don't know the lifestyle. Your soul. Your soul, Lucy. And uh, between Greece and Italy, Greece would be the first place you'd need to go to. You mentioned blue, which is the third eye, and there's something about Greece that is the antithesis of your immediate culture. You're not Greek. 
So there's something about grace that is beyond just your pleasure principle of wanting to go there because you saw pictures or something. There's something in your soul that has been there before. So you should start, get a book on grace, read it. Look at pictures. Look at documentaries. Look at travel things on YouTube. Go to Greece first in your home. Experience it as deeply as you can so you prepare your soul to prepare to take your body there because you're not going to win the lottery and get there. No, no one over there is going to invite you to stay with them. You're going to have to make this journey on your own, but you're probably destined to go there but you're going to have to involve yourself in research. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Start like um, imagining to be in there and then just being there first in my mind and then probably soon more in than body. Yeah, like, more like than start to research grief. Read about grief. Watch, watch videos. So you start to enlighten your third eye about grace. Watch mm-hmm. video. Go to the travel station. Go to the video store or whatever you get now and, and buy, a, uh, buy a cassette on Greece. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, not the movie, but the, the land. Well, you could buy like a great courses. Yeah, great courses. courses. On, you can go to great courses and see what they have on Greece. Do you know great courses, Lucy? No, 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 I didn't. They they put out educational videos, I mean, about a a wide variety of subjects from mathematics to music to history um, Mm. to literature. It's very wide range, and there would certainly be something about Greece and its history or or its culture or both, and you can actually stream these you don't have to buy a video necessarily. You can buy them and stream them to your laptop or whatever device you would watch um, videos on. on. You can even stream onto your TV if you have an internet. Go to uh, greatcourses.com and then punch in Greece. You'll get yeah. this. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll get it. But punch in Greece travel logs. Financially, is it feasible? I mean, it's very expensive to travel, obviously, especially when you're traveling to Europe and the dollar isn't as strong. Um, mm-hmm. And I know it's pretty expensive. Uh, is it feasible for you economically to travel there at this point? Usually, um, I got to check. I got to check because usually the, the one thing that is suddenly going is because I will go by myself. Oh, and then all the times when I go somewhere, I just don't tell anybody. I just like I usually go retreat, so something safe that is for me, you know. But then I don't just go like here. Here it goes, Lucy, traveling to the unknown. Do you have a, yeah. a friend to go with? Do you have anybody you know you can go with? Uh, no, for now. The friend that used to go places with me, he just he just will go to Florida and then he will say, oh, that is this, that is. He's always thinking that somebody's going to shoot and somebody's going to, you know. Yeah. And my daughter working on my son. Last time I went with my son to Hawaii, but then he's married now. And then he was like, oh, don't you miss me? That I miss her. So forget about it. You're oh, fired. Yeah. I'm not going to see you anywhere. Maybe Kristen can yeah. help you with but you need to go to great courses and get a series on the tourism or the land of Greece. So I'm on great courses right now. Great tours, Greece and Turkey from Athens to Istanbul is on sale for thirty nine ninety five, and we are not getting any, <laughs> any <laughs> advertisement. I'm sorry. Thirty nine thousand. Thirty nine thousand. No, $39.95. For, $39. But $30. some of these are like $219. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some of them are very expensive. Yeah. There are many courses on Greece, but the one on the Oh, tours, there are courses. Okay. Yeah. yeah I thought that was videos. biking. Biking, uh, because usually I watch biking, biking tours. They oh. have a TV channel, and you just watch it for free. And they oh, have yeah. places, amazing places. You're going to get more depth. 
from something like this. I mean, normally this course is $234.95. It's on sale for $39.95. It's great tours from Turkey, 94%. People that watched it liked it. But back on, so Tell her how to get a hold of just go to greatcourses.com and look up Greece. It's the first course that comes up. And like I said, it can be streamed. Um, but what I was thinking about, you know, the fact that you have to face traveling alone, which sometimes is daunting and it's, you know, there's, there's, I don't see that there's going to be any problem with you traveling alone and there being a safety issue, but the fact that you want companionship is understandable. So what about a travel group that you could join? Or yeah, I'm doing, yes, the meet, meet up. I'm doing, I guess I joined meetups and then I'm, I'm looking into it because I wanted to go to... To Key West, yeah. But then um, I was looking this morning, man. The Key West, everybody that that got good vacation was in twenty COVID time. Like now, the prices are like like they they it doesn't matter. But then they don't they not doing Key West. They doing another kind of stuff. But then there are meetups that they doing. I just was checking this morning, real quick. Yeah, I'm gonna join the meetups. I already joined some groups. Um, uh, they sell the the groups, the traveling groups. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna go for that one. I also now that we're talking, my parents both of them died. One died in 2020, and the other one died this year or last year, December. Both of them died almost a year apart. Wait, 2021, your mom, is it mom died? My mother died in 20, this January, February, February, the 2020, and my father died yeah. uh, last, at the end of the, the last, beginning of this year. Both, both died. Let me see, my father died this year, 22? I don't even remember. They died. They die, and now my my sisters and my brother are just in a bit fight because it's a lot of stuff that went sour, and then my parents' money just disappear, and then it's a little bit left. Then it's a lot of confusion and a lot of fight between them. Well, that often happens. I mean, we're sorry about the loss of your parents. Yeah. But yeah. They, Without proper wills and whatnot. Is that what the problem is? Say, is the the question, the problem that I, yeah, it's still like. They didn't do, did your parents not do uh, like a trust for the family? So there's fighting over the. No. No. Yes. And then. uh, Oh, God. It seems like. One of my sisters just uh, took care of the, their money and put most of the stuff on her name. Oh my! But that was through the years. Then uh, now it's right. Uh, I telling them whatever is left, we just you know don't just get together and just split it and, and do whatever. Uh, but they continue fighting, like no fighting, but like in this discord between them. What you see about that? That we already had the lawyer. Um, one of my bro, the only brother that we have was fighting, and then the other say, "Oh, you already stole enough." Well, this is just. I think we're gonna do well, you know, at the end, do whatever. Well, it I mean, is. what the? Who hired the lawyer? We have to hire like. A, if we're not going to do it together, like we four sisters hire a, lo- a lawyer in our side, and then my brother uh, hired a lawyer on his side. Because oh, my okay. brother saw that we were not asking, the ones that we live in the United States, so that we're not going to ask for our our part of the inheritance. Then it was two people living there, my sister and my 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 brother then my sister is saying that he already stole enough and then these ones are saying oh you stole too is everybody stole you know like lucy what is the estate hmm? worth what is the estate worth approximately what were your parents worth at the time of their death 
it was they were worth a lot, but now it's just a little left. We're like a million, two million, a hundred thousand. What what price? No, no, it just yeah, whatever is left, just little. It's like mm. a, to, it just, you know, I think we have to take over. With all the siblings, mm? five siblings, well, six, with including you. Um, mm-hmm. There's what can you do? You're you're fighting over a piece of meat. It's one one exactly. Slice. Yes, and what you see about it because whatever it was left is not there any longer. Then no. what you see about it? I, you know, I think it will probably amount to really nothing when it's all over. I don't. I wouldn't hold my breath for anything. Go on with your life. There's nothing that's going to come out of this where anyone's going to benefit, it's already been robbed and stolen from and abused by your sister. So there isn't really much... You see my sister abusing, yeah? And my brother, too. The two that used to live there, Yeah. both of them were the ones that took care of... Yes. Yeah, yeah. However, I got my nose involved because I don't want... Because my sister was taking care of my parents and I don't want her to just embroke because all the disputes with my other uh, my other two sisters, I say just part, just stop it there, and then we just split whatever is left. Yeah, that's about it. And you probably will, but there won't be much there. And with attorneys involved, it's going to be very small. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I wouldn't get into a big fight about it. There's not the damage has been done. Yeah, it's unfortunate you had to hire attorneys given the fact that there's such little left. I mean, that's even you know that. Maybe it's costing more yeah, than what the state is worth. Yes, exactly. But then you, besides that, we are splitting the the money that was left that couldn't be transferred because it was they transfer everything to the the she transferred everything to her name or whatever and the daughters and this and that. Yeah, correct. They, yeah. They, my other brother also stole from my parents too. Then uh, you you see everything going well, like everything just settled. Well, uh, I wouldn't say it's going well. well. The damage yeah. has already been done. To get it wrapped up and finalized, yes. But there won't be much to split. There won't be much to split because the people weren't honest to begin with, and so there's already been damage done. What further damage can be done? There's not much left to be done. It's most of it's gone. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least we are in peace, you know, and in peace in my heart. It's like it's something that we never like. We trusted a lot, and then that what she did. But I yeah. don't want to keep investing, and then everybody just don't 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 want to. Move forward. Yeah, that that we probably at this point the healthiest thing, thing to, to do, do. and yeah, just let bygones be bygones. And that if you're that would be the best way to go about it. But we yeah. appreciate you getting in touch, Lucy. We're at the end of our hour. Um, Thank but you it was, so much. Like I said, you know, you've been in our thoughts and glad you Ah, thank you. You glad too, because I, uh, yes, 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 I really appreciate you guys talking to me all the time. You're welcome. I was listening to the other day and then I say, okay, and today I saw you usually 12 o'clock and today you were a little late. You changed, you changed yeah. times sometimes, yeah? Yeah, sometimes we have to yeah. adjust it, that's all, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm glad. Well, I'm glad to hear you're still listening to the show at least sometimes. And, and yes, 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 I do, I do. I do. That's yeah, right. Keep in touch with us. We keep in touch it. with us. Yes, we do. Yeah, and I wish you very well. And thank you so much for being there for everybody. Oh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. okay take, take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, we are back on the air on Friday at our regular time, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Is that what it is? Uh, So that's it for today. And we uh, hope you join us on Friday. Bye-bye.